All right, this episode of Fight Stories is brought to you by Absolute Nature CBD, giving you the finest in all organic, all natural CBD oil and CBD oil products. Check out AbsoluteNatureCBD.com. Type in the promo code Goon Squad. Get yourself a sweet ass 40% discount. Ooh, hot tamale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. You pump, you pump Ronnie's tires now. Oh, buddy, you guys. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. If you're not already on uncle Ronnie's teabag.com head over there, get some fresh fight stories gear. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the, the, the logos we got in the back. You can get these on our t-shirts. They're all uh, like high quality, super comfortable. Um, you can get so much pussy if you wear them. And they just <laughs> I don't think Ronnie up. would mind. I don't think yeah. Ronnie would mind us telling you that. Ronnie, in fact, he encourages it. He's like, Ronnie loves it. make sure these guys know how much strange they're going to get if they're wearing Fight Stories t-shirts. And they're just so comfortable, man. And you want to get the uh, the Trevor Gillies Punches Aren't Vitamins shirt. I know those things are flying off the rack. You guys want to get them before they're fucking gone. Um, yeah. Just Let me tell you something. You, you'll wear that shirt for the next, I don't know, five, ten years. But then you will clean your skate blades with it. For 30 years dude that will you won't you won't let go of that shirt that's going right in your hockey bag yeah that's one of those shirts like over time if it like you know starts to get worn or whatever you cut the sleeves off and then you wear a fucking men's league and Fuck you're the game. toughest guy in the dressing room crushing beers <laughs> just drinking a king can gonna drive home for sure a little bit buzzed no one armed <laughs> no one armed players are gonna fuck with you <laughs> nice callback nice callback yeah. go back to the episode 11 season one with dan soder and mike vecchione to hear the story oh, damn, <laughs> but the one arm whoa total recall there we go hey i'm a catalog i know everything about our fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> i probably told the story on 10 different episodes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta bring them back it's hard though with like doing this podcast and like you only have so many fights that you've been in and it's like you know yeah you run out of fights like i'm like we're gonna have to start beating the fuck out of people that get <laughs> i'm cashed i'm I, I think i've burned through 30 fights on this fucker already Jesus <laughs> christ probably our our 50th episode i've burned through all 30 fights i'm just reliving the glory days it's yeah. the same one yeah, we remember when you beat that guy up. You remember when I exploded that guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So uh, we got a great episode uh, lined up. This is, a, this is a different one. It's different because, uh, you, know, you, know the, you know, the expression, everybody's got a fight story. We get the pros in here and then we get a bunch of comics. But, you know, we believe that literally everybody has a fight story so today we're talking with my buddy chef matt collins that's right we're getting a chef we're getting a chef involved listen it's not a far fetch if you've seen hell's kitchen and you see gordon ramsay clowning it up on there like obviously he's laying it on thick but you know that shit gets intense in those kitchens man right and right. people you know you we we're just talking about it off uh, off the air but like when someone's talking down to you like you know just not treating you like a man 
that shit escalates pretty quick, you know? So true. And Matt, those kitchens, Matt yeah, is, uh, Matt's, you know, he's pretty wired. <laughs> <laughs> thing I love about Matt is like, you look at him and you would never fucking think that this guy's a fighter. And that's where you'd make your mistake. You'd underestimate yep. this motherfucker and he'd fucking hit you with a two piece. And then it's on a popping, you know? He doesn't seem like a guy that hesitates. Like he was, I th- thought he wanted to fight me when we were doing the episode because <laughs> he said something about how he doesn't fight anymore. I'm pretty sure that, and I, and I respond, I said, gay, but I was just joking. And, uh, you know, because we're comedians and he, like, I could see his eyes light up. Like he yeah. wanted to come through the fucking Zoom call and like strangle me. <laughs> I was like, I like this guy already, man. He's yeah, a fucking yeah. beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pissed him off, but all it did was endear him to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this guy, yeah, this guy's exactly my type of guest. This is perfect. So, in honor of us having a chef, I, I shaved the sides of my goatee and disconnected the mustache <laughs> from the chin. <laughs> you look like the fucking Swedish chef from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I did that, and I've been talking with a French accent all day just to torture my wife. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, she wouldn't like that too much. Especially coming from you. <laughs> Maybe if it was some good-looking French guy. Laying it yeah. off. You're right, then it's flattering. <laughs> A chef. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man, so, no, I'm happy. I'm happy we're running this one. This one we've kind of we've had we have a bunch in the chamber and we're just trying to figure out which one to roll. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is great timing, man. Yeah. Be... Yeah. And it's a little punk too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, the, there's some punk rock fights and yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, fuck yeah. man. Let's Matt, see. Matt is like a pasty white dude in a, that grew up in a, in a land full of guidos, mm. you know? So, you know, people were punching his ticket all the time. Cause he just, they just, he just looked like the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and you don't want to be the guy that uh, that doesn't stand up for yourself when there's a lot of hotheads around because right. they will roll over you. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, it's that little guy mentality. You got you got to go first in jail. <laughs> uh, All right, beauty. Well, should what? we roll this uh, this reaction video? Let's do her. Okay, I queued up another classic because I mean we've been having fun with these NHL classic, uh, classic scraps. This is one I'm sure John's seen this, but uh, I mean it's worth it's worth it just for the podcast and for anyone that hasn't seen it. It's a classic. It's the Boston Bruins versus New York Rangers fight in the stands, featuring Terry O'Reilly, Mike Milbury, and company. Just a beauty, beauty moment, and one of those fights that you'll never see again you know you won't see anything like this again in hockey and uh i haven't it really makes you nostalgic for the type of chaos that existed back in the day we took Funny. everyone took that for granted for sure you know you know the beauty thing about this is back then everybody was in the fucking crowd smoking so <laughs> so all these guys getting pegged on a cig hanging off their lip you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like just the idea of like watching a game and smoking and like oh fuck oh, the, the the players are coming over the glass <laughs> like stomping out the smoke <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i better fight these guys right flicking it out of their mouths yeah. i um i remember going to a garden game 
uh, you know, Trump, Maple Leaf Gardens. I was probably six or seven. My dad took me to my first game, and we were fucking, you know, three from the rafters, I'm sure. And uh, I remember looking up at the top of Maple Leaf Gardens. You could just see the fucking smoke cloud, dude. Oh, yeah. 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 That type of atmosphere, though. It just, it's just, uh, it's I'm nostalgic for that type of that type of vibe. I mean, you can't get it even in the new, like in the new age hockey, that's not happening. Oh yeah. 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 I actually remember being a little, I remember not little league, but um, house league. I'm a leaguer. And I remember watching the, seeing the smoke at the top of the arena. You know what I mean? It's just sitting there from all the parents smoking all Saturday morning, you know? I love, I love those. One thing I love about hockey, especially, I mean, in Canada is going to those old barns, you know, like Schaumburg, Ontario used to like their arena was a great little old barn and just had so much electricity when the Schaumburg Cougars were playing and, (laughs) (laughs) and, and people would just be so intense in that little arena. Like you'd be hanging over the glass. Like you could, you know, it's like you could touch the players pretty much. And uh, Wayne Dove was his name. He was the GM, I think, or the owner. And he was wild. Like when shit would get, you know, heated up. Like I remember watching him run around the the arena, like freaking out. Like he thought he was going to take someone's head off. It was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone get heated. And and I used to be a huge chirper, obviously, when I was in like high school. Yeah, I was in high school or college. And my brother was playing for the team. And so I'd be causing shit in the stands and i remember this this guy who's like a parent on the team would always stand with me because he you get a kick out of all the the trash talk and and you know if any action goes down you could tell he was ready to go yeah. and i didn't even realize who he was until um afterwards i'm pretty sure uh, it was uh, bob halkitas who used to play for the leafs and he gotten quite a few nhl fights no way <laughs> yeah i think oh, he's a scout cool. now for uh i think columbus or, or he's in some sort of uh position with columbus is what i last saw Pretty oh, sure. but anyway cool. he was a great guy but i had no idea i had this guy on my wing oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. an asshole. but his son played on the team and i'd have to double check but i'm sure it was hakitas who <laughs> oh that's cool yeah and like, I mean, when you played in that era, everyone had to do their own, you know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the, the designated tough guy. It was yeah. everyone had to fight their own battles too, you know? Right. They, they had the enforcers, but they... Right. They fought know. They fought their own battles for 60 grand a year. Yeah. You know? Oh, if for that, pride. Right. The Chuck Norris division, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but this one here, let's fire this up, John. This is, if let's you go, go to like... It. If you skip up to 124 now, if you watch before before that, guys, it, it's really funny. Phil Esposito gets kicked out of the game and he like smashes a stick. It's just such good poor sportsmanship. I wanted to give it a <laughs> out, but it's a little bit before the clip starts. Okay, so all right, all right. I just I just thought right. it was important to uh, <laughs> acknowledge it to give Phil his due because that's all so right. funny. Here we go. Press play. Here we go. Oh wow! Right O'Reilly, right over, and he gets that guy. Oh, imagine being that guy, <laughs> being the first oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. guy. <laughs> 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 the fans kind of, kind of give it. There's holding on though. McNabb gets right up there. Oh, McNabb! <laughs> oh man! 
so funny. Oh Melbourne, my god! You can see you can see a couple of guys in the stands clutching their pearls. Melbourne like, oh rips god, they shoe it. off the guy. <laughs> Mike Miller rips the shoe off and starts hitting them. That's just a classic move, even if it doesn't do a lot of damage. That's what made it iconic, right? You know, it's so funny. Is like basketball has a fight like this, and it changes the the culture of the game. NHL <laughs> has a fight like this. Keep fighting for thirty more years. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I just love how like the Bruins seem to be so calm in the stands. <laughs> Yeah, like what the fuck? Right, like, they're just kind of hanging out there too. Yeah, they're not really too worried about getting popped. God damn it! Did Terry O'Reilly have rabies? Terry <laughs> like, O'Reilly is he my that? hero. Yeah, Terry, if you're listening, which you aren't. Right. <laughs> there, I, Tyler's apologizing for my comment. Please come on the show. Yeah, he's a no. I mean, I th- I took. I would say that's a compliment. That guy was a. Yeah, yeah. He was wild. One thing I love about O'Reilly is he always took it on himself to go after the toughest guy on the other team. He had Stan Jonathan. He had John Wensink. He had these guys who were maybe even, I mean, arguably, or they're comparable in terms of their fighting skill. And Terry O'Reilly was the guy that went and took it upon himself to go against the toughest, though. He wanted the toughest guy. Right. So when Clark Gillies is oh, in town, he's, oh shit! <laughs> he's one of the Bruins players stole somebody's shoe and he's whacking him in the fucking. Yeah, you didn't see that. That was Mike Milbury. Yeah, so Milbury rips the guy's shoe off him and starts hitting him. And he starts. My brother, my brother lost his boot one time in a fight, and he started. And he picked it up and he started smacking the guy in the fucking face with a Timberland. <laughs> Yeah, Timberland's gonna do some damage. That looked like it was a loafer. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. That saved them. The the cheapness the of his shoes thing. saved them. That's the coolest thing Mike Milbury ever did. If he oh, didn't God. do that, he's like, you know, people are always shit talking Milbury. He seems like a bit of a dipshit. Yeah. But yeah, um yeah. but man, that's the coolest move, Mike. That was great. <laughs> you know, Free pass shit, for man. life. <laughs> Oh yeah, just oh, yeah. I just love that 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 thought process though of like if you're in the stands and you see the team coming over like oh, oh man dude, you see these guys you see these guys clear and they're like what the fuck is happening it's like being in the path of a tornado dude they're like what the fuck yeah yeah or like yeah dude, the like, bull gets loose at the rodeo <laughs> I know I know you know those those people like how do you play the rest of the game you know your skates are finished. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, need a, you need a half hour timeout just to redo everybody's skates, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, anytime they go over the glass, it's so. Oh. Yeah, I would, yeah. Give, I would pay so much money to see something like that happen today, and just see. Oh my the god! Fucking dude. cry babies on Sports Center and like on Twitter. And oh yeah, just everyone crying. It's a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> just hockey Twitter would just light up with pussies just crying about <laughs> yeah, it, man. Yeah, yeah. Be unreal. It'd be unreal. Yeah, kind of the days, man. Oh yeah, but that—that's fucking sweet. I mean, Terry O'Reilly—he didn't fuck around. It's like you mess with my team; it doesn't matter who it is. And they were a gang back then. They were just like traveling gangs going to different cities and fighting. 
my dad hated the Flyers with a passion. <laughs> that, you know, the Flyers of that era. Oh, he fucking hated them. They were Bobby nasty. Clark, I mean, Bobby they Clark. they certainly. Oh, Bobby Clark was the the ringleader of that circus, and he right. was he hardly fought. Like, I mean, he he wasn't the big fighter. Everyone was fighting to protect Bobby Clark because he's right. such a star. Right. But he'd be the dirtiest goon out there right, right, in right, terms right. of like, right. you know, I say goon. I say that in terms of like people. goon tactics. Yeah, yes. Yeah, the, yeah. The, oh, the slash on Karlamov. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? That's my, old so... like, my old man did like that one, though, because that was for country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a good country. You know? People really get upset when they think about that one, because that's yeah. just like the black eye to that 72 team, but I think yeah. it's fucking awesome. I know. I when know. it all costs. Just fucking lumberjack him. <laughs> so nasty. Oh, that's fucking vicious. But I mean, we do it over here, boys. I mean, some of these guys who are like heroic hockey players, they played nasty. And like the, the footage isn't in your face. Um, the, the old footage, it's not as in your face uh, back then as it is. You know, anything that happens now, it's getting like 160 right, angles. 100 instant replays and slow-mo and yeah all these different angles and stuff but like the shit that like mark messier used to do you know everyone talks about mark messier the greatest captain of all time and he's you know the, i mean he is one of the greatest players of all time probably the best captain of all time and he is beloved in the game but mark messier fucking did shit that was worse than anyone that i've ever seen maybe like the elbows that he would throw Oh my God. It was just, he tried to hurt people in a way that was, you know, if you want to call it, it's assault. <laughs> like right, right. the way that certain people have gotten trouble was like Marty McSorley got in trouble for that slash, like where, where it transcended, went outside the game. Right. There's shit that Mark Messier did that like could have fallen into that arena if it was, right. um, Maybe a little bit later, ten like years, bit, right? Ten yeah. years later. Ten right. years later, Mark, Mark Messier is the guy that's you know under scrutiny. Um, it's just that's just the way it was back then, and you played to kill, and you got. I mean, I don't know. I I respect it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I did dirty shit when I played hockey. I'd go out and punch guys. Dude, in the that's what the sport was, dude. I mean, you look at you look at fucking the USC right now, and these guys are trying to end each other's lives. You know what I mean? And that's what that's mm -hmm. the way the sport was, dude. It was it yeah, was but they're doing sport. it. They're doing it in an honorable way, where it's like two people that are engaged in a fight that right, have signed up for it. Everything is done to make sure that it's like as fair as can be. Messier was like blindside elbow, you know, cross check a guy with right, a stick, right. break it, you know, break his teeth. It was that type of, you know, that type of stuff. It is cheap. <laughs> it is cheap. And, right. and Messier didn't fight a lot. He didn't have to. Everyone, you know, he gave himself a lot of room out there. Um, but he didn't, he didn't fight a ton. He was one of those guys that like, kind of like Bobby Clark in terms of like, he's a very skilled guy and he played very nasty and people didn't want to fuck with him because, you know, he's right. going to do something cheap. But Mark yeah, Messier, I'm sure he could hold his own. Oh, yeah, he could fight. He could fight, but he wasn't like, but he's not elite in terms of like a Marty McSorley or right, Dave right, Sinenko. Right. He isn't in that, you know, he holds his own, but he's not, 
he's more of a guy that like kind of holds on because he's just so strong. Right. That's what I was gonna if say. The some, guy. If you watch some of his fights, you you'll be underwhelmed. But right. if you watch, you know, his highlight reel, that guy's one of the fucking greatest ever, man. I love Mark Messier. But let's not pretend that he wasn't, you know, a bad a fucking boy. thug out there. <laughs> And then he's and then he's out uh, pumping this fucking helmet. That's like uh, he's jumping on the fucking concussion thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I got. He's selling this new helmet that's better prevents concussions. He's like, dude, you gave more people fucking concussions <laughs> yeah. than anyone. Concussion? Like, <laughs> how do they save your teeth? Yeah. The helmet they they practiced uh, him just fucking elbowing guys and like uh, <laughs> in scrimmages <laughs> just to get the helmet just right. There's like yeah. ten guys with CTE now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what about the guys who these guys fucked up along the way? Like you think about the guys that got fucking two handed and whacked and elbowed and got their teeth knocked out. Like you're in the NHL, that's all right. But we're in you're in junior or you're in fucking men's league or you know you well, fucking stepping stones out, dude. To, yeah yeah the body count must have been large for a guy like a guy like mark messier on the way up i mean think right. about like even if you're in the nhl for like a short period of time back then you're not set for life right so if you're you know a third line dude who's who you know and you get put away with an elbow early in your career um and you you know maybe you got some head problems and you just right. you're not playing the same way yeah right. could, you're at home hardware saying don't you mention that name exactly exactly <laughs> home hardware. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I, it's yeah, that's, you, who we need. that's who we need as a sponsor fucking home hardware home right. of the hand home hardware fucking sponsoring fight stories hey uh Check out Fight Stories and uh, go on to homehardware.com. This episode of Fight Stories is brought to you by Home Hardware. Today's guest, Mark Messier. <laughs> Mark Messier, if he ever fucking heard this, he'd probably fucking choke me, eh? <laughs> you ever see that uh, that video of Andre the Giant on, like, I think it's like WrestleMania, one of the early WrestleManias, he's choking Bob, U- <laughs> Bob Uecker. Mm. <laughs> it's just like a giant two hands just around this guy's neck that'll be fucking messier choking me andre the giant didn't fight midgets did he He that's like regular people on handicap matches if he fought regular people they would look like midgets that's what i think that's what i'm confusing but then like other people fought midgets midgets. right that'd be so fucking funny anyway one to to google for the boys for the boys at home yeah check out check it out let us know Check us up. Andre the Giant, midgets. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I mean this to the, to the listeners. We owe you guys a solid wrestling episode of some fucking jobbers who are out there getting it done on the road, you know, long after the limelight has, has faded or if, even if they ever got it, you know, like those those old road dogs who, who do wrestling the way we do comedy, fucking 500 just, bucks a show, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the... <laughs> The real life Mickey Mickey Rourke's. The real life Mickey Rourke's, dude. Right. Yeah. Should should we get midget wrestlers on as a guest? Dude, that'd be fucking awesome. I could probably get it. Listen, I told you the story about the midget wrestlers, right? Yeah. No. When I was doing stand up, and then they brought out the midget wrestlers right after, and they were just oh, fucking going man. at it. Yeah, they. I could probably get in touch with those guys. 
<laughs> yeah, we want that. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be such an easy episode for me to be offensive. But I'm not, it, I don't it, want to... Yeah. Not that I, I don't even know their names. I just yeah. call up, hi, midget wrestlers. <laughs> a little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> just big dog in them. <laughs> oh, God. All right. What do, you, what do you say we get into this episode with my buddy, Matt Collins? Yeah, let's hit it up. All right. So um, without further ado, uh, my good buddy, Chef Matt Collins. Pete Davidson is terrible. Um, <laughs> all right. That, and, that, and that is Stan. <laughs> hey, right. I'm not the real comedian here. I'm the fake let's one. Just, I'm the poser. Let's just, no, 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 Matt. So, first of all, Matt's a fucking hilarious dude and makes me laugh. So, that's why you're on. Um, and then you also have fights, but then also you're, uh, you know, we don't get, we, we don't have too many chefs. So, uh, here we go. All right. Sweet. Welcome to another episode of Fight Stories. I'm John Moses. My, uh, my good buddy Tyler Morrison feels like he's a world away. I'm back. Oh, I'm back for another one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and today we're talking to my pal, Chef Matt Collins. Is this the first chef that we've had on the show? I think so. I think yeah. so. But it makes sense, though, because you figure things would get, like, a little dicey in the back there sometimes. You know, like, just that... It's like a, it's an intense environment. Like chefs right. are probably pretty intense people. Who hasn't wanted to fucking smack Gordon Ramsay in the mouth? You know, the industry is really changing. <laughs> All right, so so uh, Matt Collins from what is it, Chef Collins? Chef Collins events. The mm-hmm. food behind me that you see, because me and Tyler both got the same backdrop. I said I was going to throw up Matt's. Matt's plates to show that this is a legitimate <laughs> chef. This ain't some fucking this ain't some sandwich artist from Subway that were that were <laughs> dubbing chef. Like this is fancy ass French shit. Wasn't Matt just talking about though. how he didn't want to talk about how he was a chef? <laughs> well, he knows you know, but, but we got to introduce him as that. But then also, we're not going to get into the, we're not getting into the kitchen. Sorry. Well, I think it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a Batman Bruce Wayne thing. Well, I guess Bruce Wayne's famous, so I'm more like a Peter Parker Spider Man thing. When yeah. if you if you talk to me as Spider Man, people maybe like a hundred people care, but if you talk to me as Peter Parker, I'm just like some loser who lives with his aunt in Queens and yeah, you know, yeah, work out that well. But you, you don't know think this I mean? guy's gonna be pumping this on his Instagram? He knows. <laughs> <laughs> Most other guests don't. Yeah, yeah. Danny Diablo will. Oh yeah, Danny Diablo is a beauty. What an honor. Yeah. Yeah, and and you might be the you might be the very next episode, man. So what do you think about that, pal? Oh man, as long as I'm sandwiched with Danny Diablo, that'll be an honor. I already told you my story, but we're recording, so those words I'm not allowed to be recorded being said. But (laughs) it was a good story. (laughs) Okay, so um. Matt, one of the reasons, well, not one of the reasons, but you're an unassuming dude, at least in stature. Yeah, I'm about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, right. I'm not a big guy. Right. And I feel like <laughs> when you said, oh, yeah, I got a bunch of fights, like I was not surprised at all because I feel like people would make this mistake of fucking with you. And you've just got like, what is it like? You got a short fuse? Well, it's actually funny you asked me that. I had a client call me today, and uh, 
I actually had, a, I couldn't find a pen that would work. And I actually flipped out, like not on the phone or anything. I just <laughs> totally lost my cool. I just like, you know, it was one of those things where they blew up my phone. I'm like a really fast email responder. And so they just kept kind of escalating the situation. I couldn't find a pen. And uh, I tried calling the person, my phone lost all my contacts. I got a little stressed out. So maybe it's a little bit of that, maybe mixed with just, you know, that uh, maybe that red hair syndrome that red herring syndrome, you know, where people do like, know uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> they just want to bully you, you know what I mean? And so, You're, you know what, you just, you stand out in a crowd and it might not even be like consciously all the time, but it's just like, it's like a pair of boobs. Your eye line just goes to that and you're like, I don't like that. Opposite of boobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm normally having a good time too, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Dude, exactly. Dude. So many of my fights started from back in the day when I, when I used to have good times, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd just like bump into somebody and they'd be like, come on, bro. And then I'd be like, ah, and like rub their head and be like, I'm sorry. And then it's on and pop it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of another good story. Thank God. Well, come on, get into it. But not everybody that comes on this on this damn show even even has a story, so don't don't feel the pressure. Oh, I just wanted to make sure I had enough good ones. I didn't know oh, where I was good. supposed to start. So, uh, what's up, New Jersey? Uh, give a shout out to New Jersey, I guess. Um, I guess uh, that just reminds me of a pretty good story. I guess I'll just tell right off the bat. Um, oh man, I just. Well, just for the record, uh, for anyone who wants to view me as a professional, I haven't been in a fight in at least Many two months. years. Many months. At least two, at least, at least two years. <laughs> so I, that I can remember. No, actually less. Maybe me. like a year and a half, two there years. So I got to go get my, my one and a half year chip from the uh, Fight Anonymous Association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, uh, yeah. The, short guy, uh, the short guy association of America with that weird guy in Long Island Eels uh, from his car. But uh, I guess I'll go with this story first. Um, I was at a friend's birthday party. Shit, I don't know, maybe six years ago. Um, should I, I, I'll just say it's at the Jersey Shore. So it's big nightclub, super douchey, lots of music, lots of dancing. And kind of like what you were saying, it was to that like elbow rubbing, right. bumping, bumping. And I definitely had some dude like throwing a, a, a shoulder in my back. And so I don't know what it was. I wasn't feeling it. I just turned around, straight up dumped my beer over his head and <laughs> started swinging like Wolverine. <laughs> I lost my glasses. Somebody stepped on it. Someone else started fighting me. I was fighting like two guys. My friends were like, what the fuck? Do you have tough friends or are they just like, Wait. Oh, yeah. Well, this makes me sound like kind of a bitch, like first story out the gate. Uh, no, 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 my, my friends were all like pretty big meatheads, case in point, okay. being at the club. Okay. These are all dudes who were drinking like vodka with pre-workout, you know what I mean? Before <laughs> yeah. the night getting all jacked up, like yeah. the traps are oh, trapped yeah. up to the bottom yeah, of the ears, sure. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The fighting or fucking crew. I know those guys. Fucking with my boy. But I think they were a little buzzed. They didn't even really notice till afterwards, and they were all yeah. kind of upset. Um, so I just remember my glasses got all messed up. It was like Labor Day weekend. So whatever the shithole was called was like, you know, a big super spreader event, like Garma. thousand people there. And so I remember getting kicked out. I lost my glasses uh, and then I paid for like $140 Uber home because I felt really bad. Um, 
you know, I ruined my friend's birthday party. But uh, that dude, that dude smelled like shit. Nobody fucked that dude. Um, nobody fucked me either. But hey, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that, that wasn't happening anyway. <laughs> That's like a suicide bomber of a nightclub. Thing. It's like if no one's gonna fuck me, also no one's gonna fuck you. And uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, because he smelled like shit. Definitely. So what happened? Did, so do you feel like you got the better of him, or or do you? Like, I definitely you got a couple good couple punches in too. But you know, right. I have a big forehead because you know balding and whatnot. So I had a couple welts on me. You know, maybe around the temple. But, um, you know, I'm the heck to take a pounding, man. I couldn't tell you what the guy looked like for the life of me. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's like what's kind of funny about it is, you know, uh, I love it. I love the instant escalation, too, dude. Like he's like pounding you in the shoulder. and You're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that actually became like yeah. um, like a if you were playing like a video game, that was kind of like a signature move. You know how they haven't they rip the heart out and stuff like the finishing yeah. thing. For a long time, mine was like, just pour the pour your drink on this person. Yeah. And then if they want to fight you, then they'll probably hit you first, and then you can just go. Oh, dude, it should have been pour the drink on them, and while they're in shock, hit them with the, hit them with a two piece. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're definitely. Have you ever poured a beer on a guy and he not wanted to fight? I don't know. Yeah. You give like a two second leeway, you know right. what I mean? Cause you have to pour I, I like to drink doubles. Do so you have the whole pint glass? So that's like not a sink. It's not pour. like a splash. It's a straight it's a pour. pour. <laughs> so it, it takes a second or two. And then if they're still haven't punched you by the time you're done, then honestly, I swing first, but I give like, as a, like a, Hey man, you know, by the, if you're not punching me by the time I'm done, then you know what I mean, it's an intimidation move. It's a, it really does. Uh, it's like slapping someone. Right. If you slap a man, it's the same. A beer dump on the head. They gotta. They gotta react, or they're a bitch, right? Or they're your bitch, basically. Oh so, yeah. yeah. I mean, and if they don't, was, dude, they're never gonna. There was yeah. one night. There was one night where I poured a whole beer on a guy's head, and he. I knew he like didn't. He was reluctant to fight, but he needed to answer the bell type thing. So I poured the whole beer on his head and he didn't do anything. So like, and it was one of those where if I hit him first, I'd look bad. So I, you know, just grab him, start ragdoll him, just shaking him. And yeah. He wouldn't fight, but yeah, that's the same thing. If you pour, if you pour a beer on a guy's head and he doesn't uh, punch you back, he's a total pussy and you own him. You own yeah. Him. So that became kind of a move around that era. I can't really remember the timeline, but that had something to do with my first ban from the Prudential Center in New Jersey as a, <laughs> as a hockey fan. Yeah. Um, I had a similar situation like that kind of happen. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you would go to Devil's Games and fucking poor Bruce? Well, not anymore. Right. But, but not so anymore. I got banned. That was my game? first ban. I have a lifetime ban uh, currently. Are you just waiting for those guys to a Flyers jersey in the background. <laughs> so tell me about so tell me about another beer pour. Do you have one at the Prudential Center where you poured a beer? I have one at the Prudential Center. This is my first mm-hmm. band from the Prudential Center. Okay. Uh, I went band. to a I went to a Chicago Blackhawks game. My buddy who I worked with at the time in the city, um, who was a big Blackhawks fan, and uh, he, he pretty much looked like me if you stretched me. Yeah. So nerdy guy, glasses, but just like a taller, skinnier version of me. And um, might might be confused for brothers. Oh well, you know, like just saying, like he wasn't a tough guy. He wasn't right, a tough right, looking right. guy. Um, 
you know, and so we went to a game and, um, you know what? I'm pretty sure the Blackhawks won. I was just wearing a, a Flyers t-shirt with like a button up over it. Because I, you know, I wanted people to know kind of where I stood, you know, and my buddy goes to the bathroom after the game <laughs> and I'm just drinking my tall boy chilling and a bunch of Blackhawks fans start heckling me. And, I'm, and this dude gets in my face. And I was like, bro, my buddy's wearing a Blackhawks shirt. And he goes, yeah, right. I'm like, why would I make that up? And the dude's yelling at me. And so I just straight up dumped it over his head while he was standing in front of me. And I, and then I did the hockey jersey pull and I wailed on a black yeah! Nice. He, eventually he slipped in the beer and then I was holding on him. So it was as if we were on the ice at the game. And yeah. just ate shit, fell to the ground. We're doing this thing until eventually uh, I got up to leave. My buddy goes, what happens? Let's get the fuck out of here. And then back to the red hair thing. Security was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. So, so wait, wait, was the place going wild when you were fucking when you were? <laughs> so it was in like the um, like right before you go down to the stands. Yeah. So like the pavilion around the arena, like you oh, know, with yeah, the yeah. churro vendors and the hot yeah. dogs and whatnot. And so it was after the game, so people were kind of leaving to begin with, and um, whatever reason, my buddy had to take a long piss. Um you know before we hopped on the pen and so it was funny i i was curious what was gonna happen i thought for sure you know i mean a police report or jail or something but you know i so guess a lot of people were just embarrassed i uh, guess they gave me a ban slip they said i'm banned from the stadium for a year if i get caught on premises trespassing yada 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 and then a year later i emailed head of security on linkedin and asked to get my ban revoked and he said yes that's so cool. And one of his when first ones. came back, uh, I got <laughs> lifetime man. So went to the top dog on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's the first good thing I ever heard happen on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good website for many things, in all honesty. It's mostly yeah. weird people who ask me if I want to work in like Kalamazoo, Utah, at like some like Native American owned casino or something as a like So a you janitor. dumped a beer on a guy's head. I'm assuming <laughs> jerseyed him and probably threw a couple shots. And all you got was a slip. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, I guess that they allow it in the game. So they allow it outside of the game. But they give the <laughs> ample time to uh, press charges. But I think the guy was pretty banged up. And I think his friend, the friends just took him. So right. they didn't know who wanted to press charges if they did. And so right. I think maybe I got lucky. I mean, I guess if you, you know, you cut someone's face real bad or something, maybe they stick around and. Right. Call the cops on him. But this kid, I think, was just embarrassed. Yeah, I think they were just embarrassed. Or maybe they're from out of town, or I'm not really sure exactly. So, how'd you get banned the second time then? I went to a Flyers uh, uh, Devils game. I bought a pretty pretty good tickets. I got very lit at Dinosaur Barbecue outside. And then uh, I'm sitting like 10, 15 seats behind the, the goal. And these uh, some other fans got in a yelling match, I guess. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, we're trying to watch the game. We're trying to watch the game. And then, uh, sorry, due to the climate of the world, but the guy in front of me was like some airport security cop guy. And I guess he was very proud about it. And he kind of turned around and started chirping me. Oh, yeah, buddy, the Flyers are 
garbage. Yeah, I'm tough. My buddy here works for the FBI. Will arrest like some like like idiot shit. Where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like one of Wayne Simmons' last games on the Flyers. He he maybe put up like two goals or something. We were kicking up. It was like five to one Philadelphia. Leave it was man. like five to one Philadelphia. They kept scoring. So I just kept egging this guy on. This guy got really fucking upset with me. Was really like, hey man, you know, like you ever like don't come around Newark Airport, like I'll ruin your life. And I'm like, dude, like you work in baggage. Like, like shut the fuck up. Are you allowed to say kill yourself? Is that what is that? And that's pretty much what I said. Like, I don't know anymore, man. But pretty much I was like, dude, like you're a clown. I don't like you. Like, literally, like kill yourself. Like, I I paid the same $25 for my ticket because literally nobody actually likes the devils. This must have been a while ago because I paid $75 for this fucking same. Well, they got a couple first round draft picks, now they could sell more money for the tickets. But for the longest time, the tickets were nothing. And you know, you go to Philadelphia, you, you pay an arm and a leg. Is but um, yeah, the guy got really upset, and then at one point we scored again, and someone else in the crowd was like yelling at me, and I did a little uh, the Baker Mayfield uh, junk grab, and I gave the finger, and the people laughed. They went to security and said I exposed myself, which was a hundred percent not true. Fucking losers! Wait, you said a hundred percent not true. comes and goes, you're coming with me, and I said, what's going on? And they're like, we got to kick you out. I said, for what? And they're like, I'm like, I'm like, I can't tell this guy his, his job is stupid and that he should kill himself. Well, I don't. Know. I said that's not a threat. This is me telling him to die. And they're like, no, it's something else. I said, whatever. I don't want to argue. I go with the guys. I'm waiting in the office, and they tell me this. And I just turned to the guy and I'm like, I said, so did you like it? He goes, what do you mean? I said, you know, do you like my junk? Do you like my stuff? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, well, if you're saying that I pulled it out, then there's got to be footage of it. Like you got to have seen it. So did you like it? The security guy almost literally pounded my face in. He was very upset. He didn't like the fact that I asked him if he appreciated the way my genitals looked. Black dude or white dude? Black dude. Very black large dude black. Not dude. like invitations to, to mm. people's dicks. Yeah, kingpin looking guy. He flipped <laughs> out. I'm not yeah, gonna right. do an impression of the guy. Uh, but he said some things. He really didn't like it. He got really, really upset. And I said, the point is, like, this person's full of shit. I literally did a reach over wrestling move, grabby, shaky over the pants. Like, like, come on, man. You gotta like investigate this stuff, you know what I mean? So whatever, they they wrote it up that you're done. And I was like, well, I'm I'm done. You know what I mean? I'm good. So you can stream all that stuff on your TV now. Oh, man, I guess we're going to have to go to a Philly game then. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you know, you get the Islanders. I go to a lot of Islanders games. I go to MSG a good amount. I go to Philly a bunch. So really not. I've never never been to Philly. I want to go, but I want to wear my Toronto shit. But I, I just hear that the Philly people are reckless. No, do it. Do it. We'll go to a game this year because now Toronto's got Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They still got JT, Matthews, all those guys. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might get know, they're, they're still going to suck, but. Yeah. <laughs> they're all bringing in the guys at the end of their. End of their uh, That's a typical Leaf move, dude. I know. When they didn't bring Glenn Wesley back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so. Where are some of the places that you've that you've cooked in? So you've traveled a bit doing it, I'm guessing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I worked in the city for about 10 years. I spent like four months in Europe in like Switzerland, France, and Spain. Uh, I didn't find anybody there. Um, right. It's kind of hard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did, you, did you fuck any ladyboys? <laughs> oh, lady? No, no, I didn't go to Thailand. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that they're not, I'm not trying to say they're not in, in Europe. But uh, yeah, um, we got a a big we got a big European ladyboy fan base. So I'm glad you clarified. Oh, oh, that's the number one (laughs) one demographic out here. Thank God. I'm working on that, that in my own business. I need I need more of that. Yeah. good, good. good. Um, No. um, Yeah. No. So I had a good time there. I mean, sometimes any any obviously, you know, any any drinking situations, people get weird. People get aggressive. But it's just hard to take you know, euros seriously. It's like very sad <laughs> when they try to get tough. It's just like, dude, are your nails manicured? You know what I mean? It's just like hard to really take them that seriously. Or they're oh, wearing dude. like a. I remember a couple of guys in Montreal trying to jump me and my buddies, or pick a fight. Not even jump, but like try to pick a fight with us at an ATM. Fuck, were we laughing right in their face, dude? <laughs> we <were> like, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what happens in europe for me where anytime some guy gets in my face or gets kind of weird just kind of like (laughs) and then they decide they want to like do their like uh, rosetta stone like i know english thing right they're always like in broken english like what you from england yes and like you're like i don't know dude like yeah whatever (laughs) i'm fucking the i'm prince harry man like yeah cool like leave me alone i guess the reason i asked is because sometimes and i've and i've encountered this in comedy too it's like dude you're out there alone and people start fucking getting fired up like most of the fights that i was in i was young drinking i had buddies around but then you start getting on the road dude and you know guys want to fucking you get a four pack coming at you it's a different story you know yeah yeah i mean i well you're you you're much more a little more bold than me in public i i've seen your stand-up and uh, you kind of kind of cut through the cheese pretty fast with that hot knife <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so i could see people... i haven't had more people come like come after me on the road they're just it just doesn't right. happen very often well it doesn't happen very often but then but also like you kind of, it's a different approach you're, you're much more fucking calculated and reserved because you're by yourself you know true well yeah. tyler maybe you're just a nice guy i'm like john <laughs> <laughs> tyler is a good time drunk man he is yeah, I might be a little nicer than John Dr- drinking. <laughs> <laughs> drinking. Tyler's a fucking party in a can. When I'm sober, I'm miserable. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what about so you lived in New York, Europe a little bit, anywhere else? Like no Arizona's or nothing like that? Well, well, they did like a reverse internship for culinary school where you go somewhere. Right. And so I went on the, you know, I really care about food. So I went down to uh, Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> uh, in reality, I just really didn't know what I was doing. I had just turned 18 at the time. I was halfway yeah. done with school and um, I uh, I went somewhere. I kind of got peer pressured into it. Hey, come down with us. Like, we're going to have fun. We'll look after you. And so I didn't know. I don't know. I was kind of freaked out by the idea. So I went down to Roanoke, Virginia. I'm trying to think if any good fight stories really happened a lot of debauchery um a lot of bad animal house like behavior but i don't know right. if, 
any fights did happened. You, did you expose yourself in any of those situations? I lived across the street from a church, and I definitely <laughs> urinated on it like at oh, least yeah, once yeah, a week. Uh, you know, what my move was up until, and I I did this recently, but it was more out of necessity. Like I go to a gas station or like a Dunkin' and I'd be like, hey, can I use the bathroom? And they're like, no, 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 no bathroom. I would go outside and I would try and piss on the back handle of the employee doors. (laughs) (laughs) I did move for years. And I did that just like two weeks ago at a quick check. (laughs) But I really had to piss. I really, and I didn't go for the handles. I was just like, listen, I can either piss inside or outside. And they're like, sir. And I was like, I got to go, man. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to piss God. inside your establishment with my mask on. They're like, oh, of course. No worries. <laughs> yeah. no worries. Like we like have hand sanitizer at the cash, right. cash register. And I go, like, oh, okay, cool, cool. All right. So where did so where did the majority of your fights happen then? Um, I would say probably, I'd probably say the Jersey Shore. I mean, right. obviously, I got in a lot of fights as a kid. I played hockey. I was interested in punk rock music. Oh. But, um. You know, it's just one of those kind of things. Yeah, those are two violent crossroads. So are you from Jersey? You're from Jersey, sorry? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm from New Jersey. Sorry, that's true. I was probably crucial information for the podcast. (laughs) Bouncing Souls fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a true believer in in just punching someone in the face. That's the second time I, I referenced true believers today. Uh, I'm not even that big of a, a Bouncing Souls fan, so who knows? Maybe I'll do a collaboration dinner where we listen to a record and I send out tapas. <laughs> who knows? Make that, Wait, make what's, that bouncing, what's Bouncing Souls? They're, They're a like punk band. Oh, okay, right on. Uh, yeah, you, you might like them. They're very melodic-y. Like, like like they're actually like hockey music. Like I feel like they play them in hockey stadiums. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's probably know. that's probably where you heard them, right, Tom? No, no, just like from like uh, trying to think where I first heard them. Probably on um, one of the like uh, compilation Punkorama, maybe back in the day. Probably, about, uh, probably same with me. And yeah, they got, then got into them from from there. I, yeah, I love I love Bouncing Souls. They're wicked. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anybody knows Bouncing Souls? Want to get them in the pot? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe they got a good. I got a good fight story. Everyone know. has one. Everyone has at least one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm crossing yeah. off a bunch off the list. Um, I mean, I don't want to talk. I want to stick to the, the subject matter of uh, getting punched in the face and punching people in the face. So go for it. I mean, obviously, my business exists. You can just write a plug on my website or whatever in the, the story. I don't want that stuff's boring. You know, I every yeah. other juncture, I have to talk about food and in my life and and whatnot but uh yeah yeah you don't get to talk about this on any other pod yeah i i, I got into a fight at the asbury lanes the old asbury lanes once uh i bounce the souls used to play there a lot that's a transitionary uh Ooh, podcasting. Seg- segue well, in front of the comedians yeah, a little segue guys take notes <laughs> take notes um <laughs> I went to go see a band I really liked, not a heavy band. Uh, and I was with a couple people I knew and I was jokingly jumping off the stage when no music was playing onto my, a couple of friends I had as a joke, like stage diving. Somebody was furious. And this guy who I get, knew me, knew the other people. <laughs> he had a reputation of not being a nice person, but he was in a, another a band from New Jersey and, I don't know if it was he's just not a nice person in real life or he was just trying to um, 
hold up his reputation not being a nice person but he kind of came over and decided to like scold me hey man you leave like so-and-so alone jumping off on the, and i'm like dude i like fucking drove so-and-so like are you gonna drive so-and-so home like, like yeah, i hate that shit. like like yeah, why man. are you scolding me you're like whatever like like the guy that goes treat her right man you're like, oh, yeah man, and it was this whole weird are, thing dude. it was this whole weird <laughs> I thing hate and, that guy. you know <laughs> i knew enough about the guy to know he was big into cooking vegan food i don't know where he cooked vegan food i guess so a vegan funny. restaurant and so in my head, I was like, okay, <laughs> vegan cook guy, you know what I mean? And so it got to the point where he challenged me, if you do that shit again, we're going to have a problem. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, you're treating me like a child. Like, we already have a problem. So I'm like, I'm going to literally wait the instant second that you turn around to end this conversation and instantly do it again. So that happened. Um, <laughs> he threw some hands. And weirdly enough, we had like each a sh- the, the shirt grab spinny kind of thing yeah. landed a couple punches each way it was a pretty good fight actually it, you know a guy definitely a bigger guy than me definitely tougher guy than me it got broken up and then i stayed for the band i wanted to see and then i, I left and in the parking lot he brought out a, a member of another band from new jersey an actually popular band well compared to his band i guess say the name uh, yeah. on the on the podcast yeah sure uh i don't know so he brought out um he brought out this guitar player of this band uh this guy named joe nunn from shattered realm <laughs> and shattered realm's like a i don't know they're like a pretty big band from new jersey and this guy I, so i'm like 23 years old at the time this dude's easily like 40 years old and if you google a picture of this guy he just literally looks like every like I don't know, Guido dude from the Jersey Shore, like big stocky dude, like wearing, always wearing like a Nets jersey for some reason. I don't know. Like that's like a look, like pick your head, have a chin strap, wear a Nets jersey. Shatter your realm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're like a tough band and whatever. It's been around for a long time, uh, like 1996 or something. But the guy's like old enough to be my dad. And literally he was yelling at me too. And I'm like, that's who you got to like also beat me up. Like it was kind of confusing. And then I was just like, dude, I'm going to fuck home. Like have fun making your like fucking vegan rice or whatever the hell. Like, I don't know. I'm going to go back to New York city and go to my real job and make money. And I was kind of a jerk to the guy. And then he, I got in my friend's car to get a ride home and he like punched my friend's car and it was super stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really really weird um really really weird because it was like kind of like funny that like i was almost starstruck by the person he brought to like beat me up oh yeah Where i was like oh cool i love you oh wait, you want to beat me up oh weird uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah dude i'm just gonna go uh please don't beat me up uh yeah, yeah that's so <laughs> see you at your next show <laughs> like <laughs> can't wait to see your band again and not i don't know i don't know i think i must have told this on this podcast i can't imagine i haven't but it was about you, you you made me think of it when you were talking about he punched the car. Um I have hoofed a couple of doors in. So one night my buddy, my buddy, uh my buddy ex-girlfriend shows up and she shows up with this guy. And I don't even know, we don't even know where this guy fucking came from. We're probably all 20-something, and this guy's got like a little bit of like a Miami Vice, like a suit on and a t-shirt <laughs> underneath. 
and like had a little bit of like had a little bit of um like a little bit of a mullet but like a really like quaffed mullet and they said that he was a black belt and something so we were calling him the perfect weapon the whole night. <laughs> and, then, and then we were just getting drunk laughing and partying and then we went outside and this motherfucker just happened to be parked beside me and i just went oh this is his car and i just turned around and fucking mule kicked it and then the perfect weapon comes out and we're like oh dude somebody fucked up your car man fuck we just saw it happen <laughs> he totally knew it was us he was furious right but he just like he just swallowed hard and fucking jumped in the car and boogied out, you know, like, or whatever training he had, he probably knew, like, fucking four guys is still too many. Who knows? These fucking drunk idiots are capable of, you know. I've totally heard that before, but it's always funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love the perfect weapon. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, then let me guess. Imagine. Well, then I'll give you the other hoofing story. Well, there's been a couple. Um, I did. I told you about the one in the Bronx where I chased the guy down and fucking hoofed his car in and uh, at a stop sign. That that was recent. And then <laughs> and then there was one. <laughs> there was one. This is my neighbor, dude. My neighbor. He's jamming at my. Me and my buddy are cranking tunes out front of the house. He's screaming at the car and he kicks the car. And then, or he, maybe he kicked the window of the car. And then he immediately realized the mistake he made. I got out of the car. I go, oh, you want to kick, do you? And I just caved the door in of his Honda. And he was like, no, please, no. Oh! And then he drove four feet and parked in the laneway <laughs> and, and had to look at us play basketball on his rim all the fucking time, dude. Like, we just bullied that guy in residence. Oh fuck, man! Fucking with people's cars is bad. I remember one oh, time. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to cut this one off the podcast. This is a bad story. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know if I've told this one on the on the uh, podcast. But I'm at, I'm at a bar in Barrie, Ontario, and uh, one of my best friends is with me. And uh, this dude, Bad Brad, and his girlfriend <laughs> Barb. We call her Barb Wire. And uh, and then her boyfriend, sorry, her her younger brother, who's a gay guy with it with his boyfriend, and uh, we're all having a good time. And uh, oh, I can already tell we got to cut this one, but these girls, oh yeah, this, this is a bad one. I still gotta tell it. These girls, <laughs> these girls walk in, and I don't know. I'm drunk, like I'm real drunk, and I just say something like rude to the one girl, like making fun of her. She's she's wearing track pants to the bar. So I make fun of make fun of her track pants. She Probably just like, she takes my hat and throws it over the bar. I'm like, oh, why do you gotta do that, right? Next thing I know, barbed wire comes in. She saw the hat throw. She gets right in this chick's face and starts just yipping her. I'm like, oh shit, this is about to go down. The two the fat chick's two friends come in. Next thing I know, I'm just getting smacked in the face relentlessly. And I'm not doing anything. Like I can hardly move. I got, got like maybe two beers in my hand for sure. One, <laughs> I'm and I'm not doing anything because I don't feel anything. And uh, Barb's just getting attacked by these chicks. Next thing you know, my buddy comes flying in and just boom, one punches the chick that was hitting me. And I'm like, oh boy. And I, I'm like, do it again. <laughs> he just nails the other chick, and it's. 
fucking chaos. The whole bar just turns on us. Like, I mean, oh, I haven't, yeah, 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 I haven't even thrown a punch or done anything. It's the way of the gun, dude. It's the way of the gun. <laughs> I haven't even moved. The whole bar just starts coming at us. And uh, this guy, Bad Brad, that was with us, was a huge dude. And he's a weapon. He just starts mowing people down. And so, and my friend who... Oh, Bad Brad is bad. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friend who's throwing the bombs is one of the toughest dudes I've ever rolled with. And uh, he they're just clear cutting people. So we just walk right through this bar and get out. Now the whole bar is looking for us. We have to go ocular pat down. Yeah. And so we go into the other side of this bar, this little like, like alcove or whatever. And uh, Barb's like, my brother's still inside. We got to get my brother. I'm like, no one's looking for him. We got to go. It's like now we gotta get him. So she like we gotta wait for this fucking kid and his boyfriend to come out. So we so now we're like in trouble because everyone wants to kill us. <laughs> like we just made our dramatic escape. Right, right. <laughs> now right. everyone wants us dead. I'm like, don't worry, guys, I got this. We go outside and there's a huge mob of people, right? I'm like, you guys looking for those dudes that hit that chick? <laughs> They're like, yeah. I'm like. They went that way. The one guy's wearing a leather jacket. The other guy's got a jean jacket. Let's get them. <laughs> they all just start going. And we just go into the parking lot and kick every single person's mirror off of every single car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these, these dudes roll into the parking lot. These new yeah. guys that are coming to the bar see us just karate kicking all these mirrors off. They're like, you're not going to fuck with our car, are you? We're like, no, you're good. Just park there. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't enough that you got away, right? You had to fucking kick their mirrors up. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. So, like, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm cool with that story. <laughs> oh, so you're going to keep it. Good. Because I was going to, like, parlay back to, I didn't punch anybody's car. I wanted to make that that known. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I don't well, think I can punch through car. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you can boot it. We got to watch Everyone out. was leasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta watch out in the group situations because people do that ocular pat down from like it's always sunny they like look at you and they know who the fuck you came in with because people are weirdos yeah. people who cause problems they know that like if you could come out of the bathroom have no idea a fight's happening and some weirdo knows you were with somebody who oh yeah 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 you know, like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, that's one thing. Shaking my hands dry, and you're yelling at me about something. I my buddy, my buddy Dino got in a fight with a promoter after a comedy show. These guys, I don't know what the budget was, but it was it was fucking blown out. They rented a theater, like forty people showed up. They needed a hundred. DC. What's that? Was that in DC? No, no, no. This is in Long Island. <laughs> and the DJ and then the DJ started trying to short comics and my buddy Dino went now bro you got to pay everybody and the fucking I was just in the back and somebody goes yo the DJ just punched Dino and I was like what and I ran outside and they were squared off and I was just waiting I was just dude I was visually like okay I got I got eyes on him I got eyes on him I got He's eyes on him in. this yeah. is where I can go you know what I mean I was just like <laughs> you start you start, you start scoping the place and that just comes from fucking getting blindsided a couple times you know oh yeah well that's where i got probably sucker punched the hardest ever is um a buddy of mine got into a fight in toronto upstairs at like the dance cave above lee's palace oh, they yeah, get into yeah. a brawl they're getting kicked out so everyone's going downstairs to see what's going on uh, out on the street as i'm walking down this kid starts yipping me so i challenge him to a fight 
I'm like, let's go. And he will, he wouldn't fight me. He keeps yapping though. He's walking away and he keeps turning back and chirping. I'm like, well, let's, let's go. I challenge him three times. He won't take it. We, I walk outside and this kid's walking away from me. He's not, doesn't want to fight me. And I make the mistake of looking away, but because I walked out like into like this brawl that's about to happen. So all my friends are on one side all of the guy that my buddy was fighting, all his friends are in the other side. I'm right in the middle. Like, I guess I'm just going to fight one of these guys then. <laughs> so I t- I'm like, which one am I going? And then the guy that I was trying to fight comes back and just suckers me right in the eye. Just uh... buckles me. I go down, hit my head off a brick wall, ended up fighting him and doing pretty good. But it was like, you know, the most probably out of it i've ever been in a fight like it's the hardest i've ever been punched and it was by uh, probably uh, the smallest guy i ever fought just because it's a straight uh, up soccer yeah, punch right. didn't see it coming yeah, but because i walk out and, I, and it was, again you just scope it who which who's with who like i'm just right. gonna grab one of these guys and fight them right, and right. Nailed. <laughs> i know the hardest i've ever been punched but uh unfortunately a majority of America also knows the hardest I've been punched. Wow, you're on America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> uh, no, I wish. Well, I'm like kind of a, a playing a little bit. So I went to, um, I was in high school. I just got my driver's license. I drove to go to a show in uh, South Brunswick, uh, which is pretty much Central Jersey. It's not to be confused with the Canada Brunswick. Right. Um, right, right. And uh, I went to go see a friend's band. I'm at the show. There's a bunch of guys in cahoots and weird gangs and whatnot. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to like dance a little bit and act tough. And then right when I went back to like the edge of the pit to behave, this dude clocked me in the face, shattered my nose. Uh, and I like blacked out, almost went outside. Uh, it turns out they were writing an article in Rolling Stones magazine about yeah. FSU, uh, the gang, like the Boston beatdown videos and all that stuff, because yeah. they killed the guy outside of Club Deep in Asbury uh, for wearing like a Leonard Skinner t-shirt like a couple months before that. Uh-huh. So I didn't sign a waiver, but my friend was in one of the bands. We so sent me the picture of my nose all shattered, blood everywhere. And they wrote about it in the August 2000, like two years later, it came out in the August 2008 issue of rolling stones magazine with uh not justin bieber but one of those pretty boys is on it he's like pulling his shirt up and um uh zach Zach efron's on the cover and Uh they're like uh this redheaded kid on the side of the pit gets punched in the face and blood poured from his nose with the consistency of an overturned beer bottle and uh there's been shows since then and people said my blood's like stained the floor like that's how much blood came but it told they totally shattered my nose there's a photo i could try to find for you and it's just like i look like andrew wk in the uh oh yeah uh like it's just like blood's like just everywhere down my shirt ruined my shirt rolling stone august 2008 what was it fsu yeah yeah it might be you could probably if you pay for a subscription you probably pay for the article um it's called like like the boston beatdown gang because the guy who started it he wrote that sons of anarchy James. Yeah, he started the Boston Beatdown thing and then they kind of spread across America. So it was like pretty much every guy wearing a basketball jersey oh, like, on yeah, the hardcore yeah, show yeah. just like would beat up tiny people. Um and so they used to record videos of it in Boston. And so 
Uh, I ended up getting in Rolling Stones magazine for just getting sucker punched in the face. And, oh, that's a good, that's a good yeah, accolade. Man. I couldn't breathe out of my left nostril up until like maybe a year and a half ago. Dude, so I still can't. 14, 15 years, I had the craziest deviated septum and my nostril was me just too, like, me too. closed. The only time I can breathe is like for 15 minutes after hot yoga. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was the hardest I've ever been punched in the face. Like I was, I was driving home down Route 18 and I was so dizzy. I pulled into a Wawa to like wash my face off. And it must've been like a Quentin Tarantino movie or something. I just walked into the Wawa stumbling with just blood coming down my face. Cause I was just so dizzy. I shouldn't have been driving a car, but this was like, people, like when you walked in that Wawa, was it like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy was like, you okay? I said, yeah, I just got a nosebleed. And I like went to the bathroom, washed my face, plugged, like, like plugged my face with paper towels. And I just drove, drove the rest of the way home. It was like maybe a 20 minute car ride, but it felt like oh yeah, felt like a bad acid trip. It yeah. felt like five hours. You see like five guys, you just got hit the one in the middle. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like seeing five guys, but it was seeing like five cars in front of me and not really knowing which way I was supposed to be driving the car. Don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> so when you went home, were you pissed or you were like, ah, whatever, it's part and parcel of this punk scene? Yeah, it seemed like a part of the thing. And then it's one of those things where it's like the guy who punched me probably knew 90% of the people there. So it oh, wasn't yeah. like I was going to fight 90 jacked men in their 30s who are like all now went on to be like cops and all sorts of stuff. Oh, God, yeah. They're now the all through the New Jersey State Troopers, troopers pulling you over as these guys punching high school like, kids. That could face. have been so much worse. It could have been that's so the, much worse. That's the punk rock me too, right? You get they abuse the power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. They stopped ha- going to the VFW shows, and then they're like, I guess, I guess I'll become a cop. And then <laughs> look at that situation that got us in now. So, yeah, I mean, they should have let us just punch tiny ginger kids in the face at the edge of the pit. But yeah, now that's just well, you uh, got to graduate to something. Yeah, yeah. So they're moving on up in the world or, or down. Right. Whichever way you want to look at it, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, you should probably cut that out. <laughs> No, we won't. Um, get the, get the uh, remember when I told you? Remember when I told you that we'd cut stuff out at the beginning? That was a lie. No. This is live. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's live. Except for the story about chicks getting punched that I just told—that's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one's out. I'm um, at your mercy. I'm at your mercy. It's in, so, it's yeah, if you can find that article, send it to us. We'll, we'll, we'll. we'll yeah, I got to copy the magazine probably somewhere on my bookshelf or something, oh. but um. Yeah, I'll find a picture for you. You could use it as my photo. Yeah. For that I was going to use the sexy Santa. Maybe I should pull that Oh, use the sexy Santa pouring the Hennessy on the face. That's a good one. Send the picture <laughs> too, though. Send that. It'll be good yeah, for I'll you. Yeah, find, I'll find it. It's on Facebook somewhere or MySpace or something. Right, right. But, um, yeah, that was a pretty that was a pretty rough one. That was definitely the hardest I've ever been punched in the face. I mean, uh, but I don't know. Maybe I have a hard head. I got punched in the face a lot as a kid and you know what I mean? Uh, so. so what about the what about the one where you blasted the guy with the ashtray? Okay, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You I wanted that? to save the good ones in, in a ho- in hopes to get brought back on the show. I guess uh, <laughs> hey, if, if I don't like die of a heroin overdose in the next couple of years, <laughs> uh, then you, you bring me back on the show, and you're like, oh, he's still here with us. And I'm telling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan favorite well returns. <laughs> telling the greatest hit story. No, I was just being facetious, joking about uh, dying. Um, yeah, so I um, I used to go out and drink a lot in the city. So I uh, 
you know, obviously it's like a chef thing. And I went out one night to blow off some steam, my buddy, and uh, we're in Greenpoint. And we're at some shitty bar. And I'm just kind of, you know, whatever. I don't know what's going on. There's probably something going on in my life. Probably a little upset about something, rent, raise, work, a girl. And I'm just chilling my friend. And there's this one guy that keeps coming over bothering me. So at first it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe this guy's lonely, whatever, boo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool, buddy, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know what happens. The dude just starts, like, kind of, like, attacking me, my character, you know what I mean? Keeps coming over, yeah, like, starts, like, barraging me with insults. I'm like, yo, this guy sucks. So I go to my, my friend I'm at the bar with, and I'm like, hey, man, you want to go outside and have a smoke? I'm, really, I'm not even really a big smoker. I, I rarely smoke, but I was just – Really just wanted to get some fresh air, get away from this right, person. Right, it was really, yeah. really uh, grinding, grinding my gears, you know. So we go outside. The guy comes outside. Oh, look who it is! It's a small dick loser. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, I'm done with this dude. Like, I'm like done with this dude. So obviously, we have the visual medium here. So he's an MS word paperclip guy of assholes. <laughs> So he, he finally leave me alone. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to. I had a bad day at work or something. So I'm smoking like this. I go, hold on one second, buddy. Reach back down. Come back up with the bucket of sand. Crack him across the face and knock him out cold. Bucket of sand. Holy I, shit. I turn to my friend and I just point like this. And we just walk away calmly. And I'm like, someone's going to come out and find this guy. Just passed out on the sidewalk with, like, blood coming out of his face. Oh, dude. And um, <laughs> luckily, he was okay. You know, yeah. I guess he didn't die because yeah, I didn't go to jail. Not, and I paid, I closed movie. out my bar tab with a credit card. They didn't They didn't find me. They didn't watch, me. watch. I'll, I'll be watching Unsolved Mysteries. That'll be the next episode. <laughs> no, no, I actually, I, I, I did a Google search of, like, Oh yeah. Ooh, were were on, I guess, wait, 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 wait. Were you high on mushrooms during this search? Like doing some soul searching, like I gotta rectify this situation. No, like the next morning before work, because I yeah. was afraid about the maybe the cops coming to my job or something and <laughs> right, taking right. me out of work in front of everybody. I was like, maybe if they're looking for me, I'll turn myself in. But Funny, you can know you I mean? imagine you end up going to jail and the oh, fucking dude. meals that these cocksuckers would be getting if you were Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they get life. some good food, man. They, you, that's you, how you I jail my, my butthole. Nobody yeah. fucks the chef. Yeah, yeah, nobody fucks the chef, man. You know what I mean? Um, or Unless maybe they get better diarrhea. food or worse food. Who knows? Yeah, yeah they give fuck them up their butthole. Everybody fucks the chef. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's how the food's made. You know what I mean? The secret sauce in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it was one of those weird situations where I was kind of freaked out the next day because I was like, I don't know what happened, but I didn't want to stick around. And, you know, it wasn't a bar I frequented a lot. Nobody knew who I was. and uh, But it was just it was just crazy behavior. And I, it was just like a rough day. And it was like the last thing I needed. And I was just kind of happy it didn't turn into an actual fight because going to Central Booking is no fun. Yeah. I mean, so the fact that I got to go home, sleep in my own bed, um, I don't know if that gets talked enough on the show because you have a lot of hockey players, but being able to go home and not being arrested is always the best part of a fight. <laughs> oh, dude, that just reminds me of a, of a tweet. We had a hockey player on the podcast, not even going to name names, but his wife just tweeted, listen to the episode. Very interesting. And I immediately like, what the fuck did we talk on that episode? <laughs> maybe, maybe she she's just like, loves her husband. Or it was interesting. Yeah. But you know um, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, that's funny because one of the things, since I've been here, I've been in very few fights in America. Um, one of the things that's always on my mind is like, if I fight somebody, am I going to get fucking deported? I don't know I should, how that works, but me neither. I should probably go figure that out. <laughs> Just loosen up. The Canada's much more strict for the immigration, um, right? You know, like me. You know, they. I probably have to get something expunged or whatever to go to Canada. But America, they just let everybody in. You know, like, uh, I'm not going to make any any more jokes about that. But um, <laughs> I'm not the professional comedian. But I guess uh, that the, the, it's not as strict. Yeah, we we went to go uh, do a couple of shows in Toronto, and Montreal. Me and my buddies, and they pulled up some old arrest record, and it was him selling DVDs like literally 15 years before, and they didn't let him in. At, yeah, he that's was driving. What I'm you could do he was something fucking driving. Yeah, you can do something nonchalant like that, and they have a hard time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So America, I don't know. I guess as long as you're not on the bad. FBI watch list. All right. Any other stories that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, if we have time, I uh, I have yeah. a one one final one that uh is my most recent fight to memory, which I actually really really like. Eighteen liked. the eighteen monther. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's about 18 months ago. It was pre-COVID. 2019. This is a 2019 fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it was 2019, actually. Yeah, I want to say it was maybe se- August or September. Wait, how old are you, man? Like 32? I'm 31. I'm 31. All right. I want to say you're it was towards the end. You're getting towards the end here. Yeah, I'm pretty much done now. I like to say I like this yeah. story a lot. So this is actually maybe one of my last <laughs> last fights, I guess. Uh, I'm actually going to give all the details, too. As nice. like a giant, as a giant, fuck you to everyone involved. Uh, you know what I mean? Come, come see me, uh, buddy. We'll, know, I'll, we'll I'll finish this, this shit. I'm not, I'm not retired yet. This is like I'll my UFC story. story. Up. I'll cut this story up from this point on, just so you can share this story cleanly <laughs> as an invite. I mean, right. I guess you. I, I mean, there's social media. I guess you, you probably could. Uh, with the, I mean, for you, if you want to use it as like. It's a real well, I don't want to be involved in it, but I mean, if you like, if don't tag me, but uh, uh, <laughs> they want to recap the story of how I remember it. Um, so I went to the music hall of Williamsburg, uh, to go to a show, loving this uh, as, a, as, a, as a patron, as just a patron. I went with my girlfriend, uh, we were just hanging out, um, went to the show, uh, I want to say, yeah, if it, maybe my maybe my brain's rotted from COVID. But I want to say it was 2019, maybe it was 2018. Um, and um, pretty much uh, I'm at the show, having a good time, waiting to see the opening. Uh, I, I, want, I love the open band. I'm waiting to see the headliner. Headliners playing, yada, yada, yada. Headliners shithouse drunk. Standing like maybe four or five rows back. A really tall guy at the show. I'm kind of busting his balls, like, hey man, let me just hang on your shoulder, let me sit on your shoulders, dude. It's like get a good view because he was like kind of standing in front of me. I don't fight that guy, I'm not an idiot. He's <laughs> laughing at me. We exchange some jibs, we're having a good time. We're talking, uh, we can't wait to see the band. The singer of the band's shithouse drunk. He decides he's not gonna play any more songs. I turn to my girlfriend and I'm like, Can you believe how fucked up this guy is? This guy's wasted what the fuck i get a tap on my shoulder dude turns out to be the singer of the opening band he goes dude fuck you shut the fuck up i'm like i'm like 
what, man? I literally I paid 30 bucks to this band. This dude's bitching and moaning. He's not going to play. I don't understand. So little do I know, the singer of this band has um, cerebral palsy. Okay. Like the one on stage, but he is drunk or right. something's he's either high drunk. Something's up with him that he's slurring his words and he's refusing to continue the set. And so I just made a joke that he was intoxicated. I was like, oh, he's fucked up. This dude hears me say this, gets upset, gets in my face. I didn't see the opening band. So I didn't know this guy was a singer of the opening band. I'm like, dude, I, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I paid 30 bucks. This guy's not playing a set. He's like, that's my fucking friend. I'm like, I don't care. Well, then tell your fucking friend to play the fucking goddamn set. I get in a fight with this guy. Someone else comes in. It's like this crazy kind of chaos where everyone just breaks away and clears out. So there's this giant, cir- like, horseshoe circle. Oh, between nice. you and the I guy from the guy. opening band. One of his friends or bandmates jumps on my back, and then as I'm fighting him, we kind of fall down. We're getting this huge thing. Somehow it gets broken up. Uh, I'm just leaving, and I'm just literally telling everyone who I walk by to fuck off and suck my dick. I'm like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. And like so I see, find like out. Like you see from Half-Baked? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck Yeah, you. I'm telling everyone. I'm walking through when uh, someone I know is in the front and is like, what, dude, what's going on? I was like, yo, fuck this band Dare. This band Dare from California suck my dick. Where's fuck? And I'm screaming it the whole way out, like a big, yeah. major Karen. Huge Karen vibes. I'm like, fuck this fucking band. Suck my fucking dick. Because I'm like, what is this guy's problem? So I text a friend of mine later. The next day, I tell him what happened. And they're like, yeah, man, you didn't know this guy has like cerebral palsy. I'm like, I didn't say he was like anything about the guy. I just said, yo, he's fucked up because he's slurring his words. He's like, we're not going to play for you guys. You didn't clap enough. And literally the guy's either stoned or drunk or something. It wasn't just like the cerebral palsy. Maybe it came off as more slurred, more drunk. Maybe he only had a beer or something. But right. it, the whole situation was like n- unaware to me. So I he tells me that, and then I feel really bad. And then everyone busts my balls about how much I hate the opening band now. So I'm like, I'm never gonna listen to that band. I punched that guy, and that guy punched me, and his bass player punched me, or guitar player, or, or drummer, or whatever. And I'm like, I hate that band. That band sucks. <laughs> so I ended up fighting like the opening band. Um, so how how long did how long did it go when the when everybody cleared out before that guy jumped on your back? It was maybe like a quick fifteen to thirty seconds of like me squaring and swinging with this guy, and then the guy jumped on my back, and then there was probably 30 about seconds 40, is a long time, dude. Thirty seconds. There was probably was about thirty time. to forty-five seconds of wrestling on the ground before I right. got him off me and got the other guy off me. But there was a, a I I felt for two on one that I got a lot more hits to people's faces. I don't even think I got punched in the face. Right. So I think I even made a joke to somebody and was like, John Cena was like, yo, my face is blemish free. I still have my glasses on. And I was just like, I didn't even knock off your glasses. I was like riled up. I like just wanted to like, my girlfriend got upset at me because we were walking to the subway and I like, was like hooting and hollering and some guy said something to me and I was like, I'll fuck you up, dude. Like I was like, I was so juiced. uh, I was like, Oh, I wanted to fight anybody on that like two walk block to subway. Honestly, that was probably the last fight I've been in because it was it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. But it pub- really aggravated me because I was like, this guy obviously had something going on, you know what I mean, with like how hard 
the San Francisco Bay Area is or whatever. Any punk band, any punk band with the cripple as a leader is not going to have a tough audience. Well, the well, the opening band was more of the more of the the hardcore band, and then who were they? Or can you say the band playing was Culture Abuse? But the opening band, the opening band was this band called Dare. Dare, yeah, they're on Reaper Records, and they can literally terrible name. Me. Dare, How Dare, they're like the straight edge band. Drug campaign in America. They are, they are. They're a straight edge band, uh, like <laughs> bunches like Latino dudes. They're like all into that shit. But well, like so people were trying to say they had the demo of the year, and I was like, dude, if that's a demo of the year, I don't like punk music. I fucking hate that band. That band. They're so even beat you. Yeah, <laughs> they were just mad. I don't know. I guess they didn't know what getting fucked up meant. You know what I mean? They're too straight edge to realize that I don't know. Like you see somebody who can't speak a sentence, you assume they drank too right, much. Because right. it was like a Joe Cocker kind of thing. You know what I mean? It was like the. I'm not gonna play and it was like this whole imagery of you just think of i just related to like john belushi playing joe cocker where it's like oh this dude's just fucking drunk like you know if you know a band like you can listen to a band go to a ticket to a show you don't have to necessarily know that like you go see queen you're not like oh man freddie mercury has aids you just go and then you know you don't make AIDS jokes, you know. Like yeah, I don't you know. Being, it doesn't sound like you were being like wildly. It's like you were shouting shit. You were just. I literally turned to the next. Show. I was oh, I was laughing because it was funny because he was like going on some tirade. The band didn't play for about eight to ten minutes. Right. He was literally saying, "Oh, we're not gonna play. You guys don't deserve it." Oh yeah, that's that's oh, weird stuff. That's he right. sounded fucking Fuck drunk. You. He you sounded smashed. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, dude, you're like, you played for 15 minutes, maybe. Like, they're like a pop band. I'm like, you, you should, you're probably, your set's probably at least 30 to 40 minutes. And I was just like laughing because it was hysterical. He was like drinking water, walking in a circle, and he was just mumbling and saying what nonsense. About, what about your girl after you got in that scrap and did pretty well? Was she all fired? Was she all juiced up? Uh, <laughs> you know. She doesn't really like that quality of me, so maybe deep down, maybe the payoff came later. But I don't think she enjoyed it in the moment, because um, you know you shouldn't, behave, you shouldn't behave like that. You know what I mean? As she, much as she, like, is, are you still with her? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah she liked it. She loved. Yeah, it. maybe. I mean, uh, you know, I, that was the last time and uh, that I've got into a fight, and but. It's just one of those things what where absolute what an absolute unappre what a wasted act of violence. Nobody appreciated it. Um <laughs> you, well you I actually nerd. You yeah, you well, exactly. You were just saving it for this moment. I made a friend from it. Uh I ran yeah. into a different guy at a show in Massachusetts, like uh <laughs> maybe six months later, and he was like, Yeah, man, we met. And I'm like, when? He's like, Oh, I pulled that guy off your back at that show. And I was like, Oh, oh. cool. Yeah, I hate that band. And then uh, we hung yeah. out and we I, I treated the guy to dinner and he's he's a nice guy. Uh, oh, that's so, cool. That's a good. But story. Uh, that's yeah. like a good come out about it. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think I did anything wrong. I wasn't like, haha. You know, like it was just like I was just laughing because it's like, I don't know if I don't really Wait, look, look, at, look at where look at where violence is taking you. It gets you Rolling Stone, lifelong friends, in this podcast. Whoever says and this podcast, whoever says violence isn't good, and your girl still you with listen it. to this podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And your girlfriend and and your girlfriend knows that if this ever comes up, it's time to turn it down. 
No, I, I understand that's com- comedy, but I can't even really punch anybody more. Maybe I'm forced to try. My my knuckles are kind of in the like center of my hands, like down here, uh, and these two fingers. So like I like broke my hand and didn't get it fixed, because you know, uh, health insurance is rough. So you don't want to yeah. taste the back of the chef's hand. Well, no, yeah, it's my good <laughs> hand, my work hand. So <laughs> you know, but I guess that's a that's another good story. Uh, yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. I gave uh, some of the good ones, man. No, well, this is man. We, awesome. we appreciate it. We loved you this being on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so, yeah. yeah, it was great. I was going to like try to be good and tell like weird stories about being a kid and fighting as a kid. And trying nah, that to sucked, dude. We don't like not that. get myself canceled. Yeah, but yeah we don't like those. That's, that's so, you want to be canceled off this show. You got to be careful when you have red hair. You know what I mean? They only, Batali's gone, Louis's gone. Yeah. Who's left? You know what I mean? I think Danny Bonaducci's gone. Big big holes to fill. Big holes to fill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to make sure, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So, so Matty, you, do you want to plug anything? Or are you like, I'm never going to promote this, so I don't care? Let me give no, you a no, plug. I'll Let plug me give you a plug. I'm, Let- I'm, I'm a professional, you know what I'm saying? So obviously... Yeah, um, yeah. I run Chef Collins events. Uh, I do yeah. private in-home dinners in New Jersey. I used to do a lot of pop-ups and um, kind of like DIY, like underground dinners. But obviously with COVID, that happens yeah. a lot less. That's you know what I mean? But still so, trying to do some of the pop-ups in the future. I'm doing New Year's Eve. So, you know. Yeah, we'll yeah let me, you, Matt, we hired Matt to, hired is the wrong word. Matt came and cooked chicken sandwiches for this comedy show that we did outside. You did it like pro bono. Yeah, basically. But those chicken sandwiches were slamming, and people were like, I can't believe I'm getting this chicken sandwich at this stupid comedy show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, like it was so elevated, me. dude, for, as to what the comedy show was. But Matt fucking is a, is a great cook. So if anybody's in Jersey and they're hearing this, and you want to surprise somebody with like a with a, with a meal where you don't got to go out and get... get uh, get, get into a fight. You don't have right. to go out and get into a fight. You can eat in your own home. Get as... Yeah. Uh, messed up or drunk as you want, and yeah. uh, I, you know, I won't call the cops. If he'll you come and cook one fight. of these. He'll come and cook one of these. Fucking, yeah. You know, what's that fish yeah. right there? He'll cook that fish for you. And you're. I'll hot. cook the fish or not or serve it raw. Sometimes yeah. people like it raw. You and know, guess, and I'll have some fresh beef lying around if you have a bruise and put that over your eye or, or whatever. There you, you go. Up. There you go. I gotta say this too, as someone who's never never met you before. Um, I felt like all your fights were like absolutely completely rational on your end. Like I feel, you know, like a lot of our listeners, they, they understand, they understand that uh, if someone's fucking around, they need to get clocked. <laughs> and I think that. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. No, that's I, good. That's good. I feel like I've been rational because I'm definitely yeah. the person who got pushed in every fight I've ever been in. Really right. pushed to the edge or just, it, it wasn't my day. Yeah, and somebody, maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes that edge was a little closer, but you still got fucking nudged in the back or something because somebody saw you and made it and made a fucking snap judgment, and then they had to answer the bell. Yeah, well, you're at some nightclub in Jersey, and you look like me, and I was probably not dressed up to par. I probably didn't have the affliction T-shirt or right. big gold watch or gold chain, and so. So I, I, you know, you already feel a little weird being there. I'll I'll hang out anywhere. But so, yeah, no, for sure. You definitely feel like you're getting bullied. And once you're an adult, the last thing you want to be is bullied. You're not really that worried anymore. You're like, "Eh." oh, totally. 
And that's the beauty of this podcast is that anyone can come on and tell their stories because I, I guarantee in every different line of work, there's been, you know, people who have had fights and, and I'm just, I love that you had at least nine of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely the easiest person to beat up out of, uh, out of everyone you had on the podcast for sure. No, no, no. There was one person I was going to make a joke about, but I'm not going to. <laughs> we'll cut it if we got it. But, no, um, no, I don't even want to. But I saw you had somebody on, and I chuckled because I was like, "What the hell did that guy talk about?" Oh, now we gotta know. No, I'm not gonna say it. I'll tell John later. <laughs> when we cut, I want to know. Yeah, we'll tweet. I'll tweet it. <laughs> no, it's funny too because the person who I think it is, if you told them, they they they'd get upset. They they really the beat themselves up over it. It was a comedian. Oh yeah. Huh. It was just not. I. What's funny? To, let's just move on from this because I'm gonna say something meaner on accident. Good place. That's a good place to wrap. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Check out Chef Collins' events. Yeah, I got Instagram. a website, the Twitter machine, the yeah. Instagram. Anybody, especially for the Jersey listeners, really, if you guys got like an engagement coming up or you want to do something nice for your parents before they die, check out Matt, and he'll come and cook at the house. So. We got, oh, yeah. we got two more months of darkness, baby. Oh. <laughs>